Lunch with Pepper Hudson. And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. It is 12 minutes past one and already a WhatsApp in from Helen saying, I can't wait for your show, not only because I love listening each week, but because we're one of the families badly dropped by Waltons this year. We didn't order online. We ordered through the school. At Waltons, the left hand didn't seem to have a clue what the right hand was doing, and the call center must be one of the worst I've ever had the misfortune to grapple with. Helen, I'm sorry to hear about that experience, and I hope some of what we say will be of use to you at resolving it. Good afternoon to you. Wendy Nola and looking forward to I think a fairly feisty show today Great to have you with I, us I think so, hello to you Pippa Hudson and all the listeners Wendy's with us from a studio in Durban today and uh, as I mentioned at the start of the show we're taking a look at online shopping, not only the Waltons example, although we have got unfortunately a great number of case studies on that one, but also just taking a look at a couple of the big online retailers how they've recovered or not recovered uh, from uh, festive season woes and of course some of your rights as a consumer if things go wrong when you're shopping online. Just a reminder that if you would like to ask a question or comment on that issue, you're welcome to phone right now on 0214460567 or drop a voice note to 0725671567. After 1.30, you can use those same channels to call in with any consumer question in the open line section. Over to you, Wendy. Okay, so we're talking specifically online um online shopping this week but as Helen pointed out with the Walton story it wasn't just the online orders it was orders placed through schools etc so Mm. when it comes to online shopping though when it works it is a huge win you get to order that pair of shoes the irresistible kitchen gizmo or your child's school stationery from the comfort of your own home or work desk desk and have it delivered at no extra cost in most cases to the address of your choice. How wonderful. But mm. the downside of all that convenience, of course, is that if you don't, oh, you don't get to see the product before you buy it with school stationery, that's not such a big um, disadvantage. Um, but there's no instant gratification. You get to pay and then wait. And in the case of many Cape Town parents who ordered and paid with their children's school stationery for this year from Bidvest Walton's online long in advance, they waited and waited and waited. And um, waited. <laughs> and okay. waited. And we've spoken to quite a few of them, including Tessa Dowling, who I'm hoping is on the line with She us. is indeed. So just to say, we're going to share a couple of case studies with you. We've got a couple that came in by email as well. Uh, we'll take a, long, a look at the Walton's case study and then move on to some of the other online retailers, just to say it's not related only to Walton's today, but that is where we're going to start. Now, Tessa Dowling is with me on the line. Lovely to have you with us, Tessa. When did you actually place your stationary order with Walton's? On the 11th of December. So that was a little late, um, but, but not that late. And I, I phoned and um, you know, it was a strange sort of reaction to say, I'd like to place this order, I get the stationery, please tell me what to do. And it's, oh, stationery. And a very odd sort of, <laughs> aren't you in a stationery shop? And um, it was, from that moment, it was bizarre. And then we were, well, you see, they're not part of us. They're sort of back to school. I said, well, could I speak to somebody in back to school? And then you get this crackly line. And every time you phone back to school, I don't know if the other um, listeners will, will uh, corroborate, but it's <laughs> sort of when you realize you were going into a medieval kind of era where <laughs> nothing was really as you knew it anymore. And then you would place your order. Uh, but it was also like this person it didn't quite, everything I did, I thought, this just seems bizarre. Is this getting through? 
and and then I sent the proof of payment, and this very sweet person said, no, I'll let you know next week when your order is ready, and that was the 11th of December. On the 3rd of January, after numerous um, emails and phone calls and absolutely no communication, and by the way, every time you phone Walton's, before you get the crackly line, you get that kind of bid vest, sort of uh, very top commercial, sort of uh, your customer service is a priority. And then after that, it's absolutely not. Mm. You just get dropped all the time. So finally, after it hadn't arrived by the very last day of the school holidays, Tessa, you actually decided the only thing left to do was to physically go into Walton's headquarters in Woodstock. Can you describe for our listeners what you found when you got there? Well, the first thing you do is you get um, kind of pulled into a parking area which is full of vans and you think you're going to get crushed in your little car. But then you go into the reception area, which is very plush. Somebody picks up all your paperwork and runs away for 20 minutes, runs away, doesn't do anything. And then she comes back and she goes, no, 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 it's, this is bad. This is bad. This is where you have to go to the warehouse. And you, it's like over at the Frankenstein place. You know, you're going, you're going to this place and you go to the warehouse and you go up these stairs and then you get let into a room where there are a whole lot of other parents. It's like before when you were in reception, it was all clean and everything. Here it's just falling apart and there are all these angry parents and we are in the box. I realized that we were in a box, but we were waiting for boxes. And so there we were all stuffed with, with no boxes. And people sort of not catching your eye. So you think, okay, now I'm in this area. What do I do? So eventually I found the woman who I'd initially spoken to on the phone. And she goes, she sort of cracked her knuckles and looked at the computer screen and said, no, 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 no. She's going to find it. Somewhere it must be. That took ages. Then she went away saying she's going to get the box. And four hours later, I got it. But in the meantime, more and more parents came in. And we were all sitting there. and, And no one kind of helped anyone so people Mm. were rushing in and out and there were no boxes there were pigeonholes with the names of all the schools kind of scrawled in handwriting on them but they couldn't they weren't big enough for a box but people would stare so the staff would stare at the pigeonholes pretending that they were looking for your box um (laughs) it was really really funny so they would be staring at these pigeonholes sounds sounds cool sounds sounds And you'd say, yeah, I can see there's absolutely no box in there. And anyway, I paid 2,000 rand for this. It's not going to fit in that pigeonhole. Surely this is for your paperwork. But there was no paperwork in there either. The paperwork was just all over the place. It was just all over the place. And occasionally, once an hour, a box would come up. And then we all like fell upon the box, <laughs> hoping it was our box. But it wasn't. I actually thought maybe the supervisor was in the box. You know, I didn't know what was going to happen. It was. It, it, it took on mythical proportions. We thought, you know, maybe something, the demons would come out of the box. We were all dying for our box. Uh, and we were getting hungry and to... hungrier. One woman said, I want my lunch in the box. <laughs> <laughs> At least you kept a sense of humor about it, we Tessa. Did. We yeah. did. I love Tessa's email because she, uh, those of us of a certain age remember that, that um, John Cleese skit about there's no cheese in the cheese yes. shop. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tessa, eventually you all resorted to literally packing your own boxes. Um, well, we, we, that was when we said, I said to numerous people who were there, hugely angry, some had come back three times and the woman who'd come back three times she said one time she was there they said no we can't fulfill your order because there's no paper and that's when I thought wow that's a station issue anyway so I said okay guys looks like nothing's happening here let's just organize ourselves I can see the warehouse over there but the sad thing is that nobody 
police actually in the warehouse packing because you could see it through a glass thing. You couldn't see anyone packing. Our people who went away, we didn't know where they went. Every now and then a shift kind of siren would go off. And people would walk up with their lunch boxes, which we almost fell upon because it was a box. (laughs) Anyway, so they came up with their lunch boxes. And then I said, okay, let's start packing. And people agreed with me. Let's go. We want to pack the boxes. At that stage, the manager heard us rabble-rousing and came out and apologized. But that's all she said was, guys, I'm sorry. I know you've been here four hours, five hours, some of you, six hours, some of you. You know, but I'm just sorry. And that's all she had to say was that she was sorry. So as we speak, have you received the stationery? So I did, because I said, and a number of us said, we're not going home. We're going to stay the night. And I was still looking around. I also had to find myself some water. No one offered you anything for all those hours. So we were going to stay the night. And so the woman who was looking after me very sweetly, I mean, she did come back five hours later. Every now and then I'll get a call from somebody saying, she's still, she's still packing your box. How does it take five hours to pack a box? Anyway, she eventually came back um, all those hours later with the box. Um, and then other people looked hungrily at that box. So I got my box, you know, all those hours later. Really, it was hours and hours. I think it was five hours later. Um, I don't know if everybody got their box. One woman got a box. Her daughter looked inside it and she says, Mom, it's wrong. She oh. says, I don't care. I've got the box. Just take it and go. <laughs> I'm just going home with the box. So I don't know if everybody did. I don't know what happened the rest of that day, but that was quarter to five, and I got there at 12. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. But, yes, I did get the box. It was short. Apparently one of the big issues is that if you're short of an item, then they didn't know what to do. Instead of just going, well, we don't have the English textbook, but, you know, that will come later. They said that was holding things up. But why had there been no communication? And that is, that is the absolute bottom line here. Tessa, darling, thank you so much for a very amusing version of your story. I have to say, <laughs> I really take my hat off to her for being able to see the humor, what Wendy, because after five hours uh, sitting in that warehouse, I don't know how many of us would still have been smiling and not no, swearing. I think Tessa wrote to us that evening mm. for the first time. So she was still quite fresh and she was, did manage to, to weave some, some humor into it. Into but it, it is yeah. It's an amusing situation if you, you know, take away the woeful lack of, uh, Number one, service delivery, and number two, no communication. It's always a a lethal combination. Now, sadly, uh, she is not alone in that experience. No. So, as she said, there were many, many people there, and they were sort of starting to become, you know, great friends for life um, (laughs) through those hours spent together, um, as South Africans do in such situations. Um, Also sitting with her was Cynthia McQuenya of Milnerton, who made a startling discovery when she finally barged into her manager's office after hours of waiting for the box of stationery that she'd ordered and paid for uh, for her primary school daughter. And we're going to hear from her now, I hope. We do indeed. Cynthia McQuenya, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show. You also placed your, you. your order, uh, you placed yours online on the 18th of December and I believe you phoned at the end of December to ask if you could collect it and were told, yes, you could. But it wasn't yes, ready when true. you got there. Yes, true. Tell us what happened, Cynthia. You got to Walton's, and uh, what were you told? Mm, when I got there, they took me to where Tessa explained, the lady earlier on explained. Mm. And when I got there, the other lady assisted me, and she asked me questions who I spoke to. I said, you know what, I was so excited to go fetch my box. I didn't even ask the person's name. 
So the lady went around and she looked around on the computer and to the other lady and she took forever. Every time she kept on asking, don't you know who assisted you? I said, no, I don't know who assisted me. But they told me that my box is ready. I can come and collect. So she took forever, I think an hour or so. And I said, you know what? It's getting late here. Can you mm. just um, let me go, you know, and then prepare the box if it's not packed and then just give me a call. So I left my contact details and I told her, um, you'll give me a call. So she said, no, it's okay. I will deal with it personally. And then I left. And then late on the 3rd of January, I phoned and I struggled to go through. I struggled to go through. And then later on, they picked up the phone and they told me, hi, we are still busy um, fixing the boxes, you know, packing the boxes. There's some returns. We are busy with it. We'll give you a call. So I thought, okay, no, it's fine. You know, I'll wait. But I mean, by Friday or next week, Monday, it must be ready. No, we'll give you a call. I'll give you a call on Friday. I said, okay, it's fine. No call on Friday. And then that's when I decided on the 8th to go and fight for the box. And fight you had to do. And literally you had to barge into that manager's office, Cynthia. And I believe you found a whole lot of people's boxes standing there uh, ready to go, but with no names on them. Yes, true, because I waited forever at the reception and I still asked them to call the manager. I was there at the front desk. I said, can you please phone the manager to come here and see what is happening? Because we've been seated here forever and it wasn't only me. It was a lot of people complaining and some of them are still offering them us. I mean, they're still offering us coffee and biscuits. And I said, we don't want that. We just want the box of our children's books, you know. Tomorrow the schools are opening. And then I said, okay, no, fine, we're still busy with it. But I said, the lady who took my order left an hour ago. I've never seen her face, ever, yeah. ever since she disappeared that time, you know. So they tried to call the manager and um, they couldn't get hold of the manager. And then they sat again for another hour. And I thought, no ways. My child is already complaining that she's hungry and it's about past one somewhere there. And the staff members went on lunch as well. We saw them with lunch boxes. And I thought, no, let's take it further. And then I went with this other lady who was there from 11 o'clock. Mm. So we went to budge in the manager's offices. And when we went on our way through there, we passed the warehouse where they put our the boxes in. And I asked, guys, if you need help, really, if you're short staff, we can assist in looking, you know, at the boxes. No, it's fine. No, we'll find them. We'll find them. And I said, no, well, I'm going to your manager right now. So we went there and then we found the manager and she assisted us the other one assisted the other lady who was there the whole time and then the lady assisted me but my name wasn't written on the box it was just a number so that is why they couldn't find out who the person is because when they come they take the name and the grade and the school of uh, of the child instead of the order number yeah so cynthia sorry when do you go for it I was going to say, when we spoke, um, Cynthia, off air, it, it, it was astounding that the, yours wasn't the only box without a name and only a number. And, and you said, you know, why couldn't somebody in admin have just been given the task of looking online, looking in their system and finding which name matched the number and add the name? And then all those people would have got their, their stationary boxes. Instead, those ones were just put aside. And if you hadn't done that, you'd probably still, still not have waiting. your box. Yes, yes, because when I discovered that my box didn't have a name, I said, but can you see the problem? And you'll find that those people who are waiting there, it's it's the same problem, you know. Is it possible for you guys, at least one of you, instead of running around, one of you just take those numbers, 
give it to admin because that lady was there of admin. I said, give it to admin. And then you sort it out. You put in the names and then they write the names down. And then at least you will be sorting a lot of problems, you know. And they said, no, thank you. It's fine. You know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do that. But I don't know if they did. But yeah, I found unhappy people also there. Uh, <clears throat> who I explained to them that guys, if you 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 you, you want your box with you now, you better go to the manager's office. So most of them stood up and they also went to the manager's office. I don't know what happened, but yeah. Well, Cynthia, thank you. Uh, firstly, I think thank you for sharing your uh, insight into the problem with us, but also for alerting everybody else on your finding a solution. I think that's very helpful. A lot of people might have been tempted to sneak up with their box, but uh, uh, this was obviously bad enough that everybody felt the need to help one another. Uh, Cynthia McQuena, again, glad you got your box. Gillian tweeting us, uh, the, the Walton's delivery is terrible, mistakes and poor product every year. This year I said hell no and bought it all myself at the newly efficient and lovely CNA. So Gillian gave up entirely. And this is one of the problems we're going to keep on talking about after the news headlines, Wendy. It's one thing to have a service failure, uh, how you deal with it and whether you retain those customers and are able to apologize correctly and make it right. Uh, it really dictates your business going forward. I just want to share an email that's popped in from Michael, uh, who is... Um, quite uh, closely involved in in school issues I know from previous correspondence and Michael uh, saying I acknowledge that if these services are properly priced with an uh, an allowance for a reasonable profit to the supplier there is the convenience factor which can be cost effective but the problem with suppliers like this and many others who have for too long convinced the school hierarchy that their model is like manna from heaven they have a captive consumer market and they don't really have an interest in or an inclination to improve their systems or even invest in more competent systems and human capital. He owes on to say, though, in fairness, uh, it was Walton's who did the order system at our school, and it seems to have gone off seamlessly uh, and with supplies in record. Uh, sorry, were received on time this year. So Michael's saying, um, I think a fair point, Wendy, that there, there's not that much incentive for them to improve their systems because everybody's using them. So um, the, the pressure's not on to yes. compete against other suppliers as much. The relationships go back many years, but that's where we as parents, you know, if you're not happy, if your school recommends a system that doesn't deliver and fails, on, you know, to communicate as well, then it's up to the parents to say, what pressure are you applying to your service provider that you were so enthusiastically embracing and recommending to us to up their game? Yeah. So I think, I think this particular service provider will get away with it um, once um, in terms of a failure this this, of this magnitude um, and then, you know, not again. Absolutely. Now, after the 1.30 news, um, we've got one more uh, Walton's case study to share with you and then we'll also take a look at what's happening with Take A Lot and Zando and one or two others. Uh, we'll also move into the open line at that point so you can call us then on 021-446-0567. Cape Talk. Consumer Talk. You can call us now on 21 0567 so the good news is Cynthia just told us off air that she did at least get a call from Ricardo at Walton's this morning to apologize for the mess up with her order, Wendy. So at least they are starting to give that individual feedback. I wonder if yes. Andrew has received a call like that because Andrew also <laughs> emailed us last week to say uh, not one but two deliveries to two different schools were mixed up. Wendy, just remind us what uh, what his case looked like. 
Okay, so um, <laughs> he says in his email, well, there were two different schools, um, so it was, you know, th- that says a lot in itself. Both stationary boxes were not delivered, and both kids' names were not even on the list that Walton staff had at the school on collection day, he wrote. Fortunately, I had proof of payment for both. The Rondebosch prep one I personally went to fetch at Woodstock um, last year. What a shambolic mess, but I eventually came right. The Westerford High one, we still we are still waiting for. That Your, was on that was, the first day of school yeah. uh, that he wrote that. He says, Waltons are so disorganized, but the problem starts with the various payment options given up front and the various ways one can order. One should not be given so many options, hence the mess. I hope Waltons learns from this and arrives at one simple ordering method and payment. I so um, agree with yeah. that. Okay, so I, one of my school orders was placed through Walton's this year, and I had the same thought as Andrew. That it was very confusing, very vague, and there were actually sometimes quite conflicting instructions on how to order and when to pay. But thankfully, mine did all arrive on time, and everything was there in the box. The irony, though, Wendy, is this very morning I opened up my email box, and there was an email from Walton's giving <laughs> me a reference number for my back-to-school query and promising to resolve it as soon as oh, possible. Wow. I, I never lodged a query. My, my order arrived on time. So they're now That's chasing up orders that didn't have problems. Uh, That's oh kind goodness. of indicative of, of what, what went state wrong. of chaos it's in. Yes, I have to say at this point, um, I feel um, complaints from consumers all over the country. And yep. this is most definitely a cape. I mean, there might have been one or two um, in other provinces that I didn't hear about. But this is very specifically a cape issue. Okay, so that's interesting. So when... Yeah, so when I wrote to um, Walton's immediately well, just after the show, um, as we promised to do, that was one of the questions I asked, is what went wrong mm. in the Cape region this week? I mean, this this year, rather, or this, this, this um, season, this back-to-school season. Um, and, you know, also asked, um, I imagine there were quite a few people who gave up on that last day, Tuesday, um, and went and bought everything, not wanting to send their child or children to school with nothing. And were they going to um, refund those? Um, you know, obviously, because they wouldn't have had to pay twice if they'd got their order. Um, I got, we ha- I've had quite a few conversations, telephonic conversations with um, um, high-ups in uh, the Cape region of, of Bedez Waltons. And um, unfortunately, they were um, told by Bidvest high up in in Johannesburg um, that there would be no on air discussion, and I finally got a written statement. <laughs> I was okay. sweating. I only got it very shortly before we came on air, and um, I'm going to read it pretty much verbatim. Okay. Um, we accept and sincerely regret the frustrations suffered by this customer. They electing to, uh, I presume, respond to um, Tessa, although I included um, Cynthia as well. As well. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, we do sometimes have glitches glitches in a list. Logistics operation of the nature and magnitude of the back-to-school one. While the issue is now resolved, we have also contacted our, our customer to apologize for the poor experience. I don't know if that was Cynthia or Tessa because, well, Cynthia mentioned getting a call. I don't know, and Tessa didn't, so maybe okay. they were t- referring to Cynthia. We assure you that we are committed to resolving all issues brought to our attention. To this end, we have a dedicated mail address for customers to communicate with us, which enables us to personally deal with queries. And we'll put that up. Um, it's quite website. a complicated yeah. one. Well, actually not really. BTS 2009. Back 2019. to school 2009. 
2019, yes. sorry. So BTS for back to school. BTS 2019 at cape.waltons.co.za. At Right, and then just to finish the response, in addition to our normal planning for this important part of our business, which starts after the end of the current season, we review any issues which arose during the last season and also share experiences with other regions in order to continuously improve our service levels. Levels Should any boxes or items which have not been received but paid but been paid for, we would obviously refund these amounts, so that answers that question. Mm-hmm. We are very proud of our involvement over so many decades in the back-to-school market and would thus, thus like to express our thanks to all our customers for their continued support. We try to learn and so get better every year. Thank you for bringing this matter to our attention as any service let down is not acceptable to us. Um, Copy and paste. And there it ended. (laughs) Yes. Um, I would have liked to have had some more actual um, detail in there. I think the people who were so horribly let down would have liked to have had some explanation, having having said that the communication was bad. So, yes, they're saying sorry, but um, and if you agree with me, Pippa, there's not a lot of meat in, in that apology. It's it's lacking in any acknowledgement of, of what went wrong. Just and, how. And, and because yes, if, and if they can't identify what went wrong, how do we have any faith that they're able to fix it in time for next year uh, is, is how I feel. If you can't say to me, it was insufficient staff or insufficient orders. We were overwhelmed by more orders than we expected. Or what was yes. it? You know, um, uh, curiously, least... I, sorry, but oh. I did have some insights in off-the-record conversations. But um, it was decreed that that statement has to stand as the as the only official response. So uh, my That's, hands are tied yeah. in terms of sharing some of that. As I say. Um, yeah, media response, that's a separate issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so interestingly, yeah. they say that everybody who wants a refund will be refunded for boxes which haven't been uh, received. And we've got a caller on the line who's in a bit of a predicament because of that. Tim in Thornton, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pippa. I believe, uh, yes. yeah, tell us what happened. Um, I ordered something online thinking I was dealing with a South African company because everything was in Rand and whatever. Um, But I ordered some boots and I took the precaution of taking out insurance in case they weren't delivered within 35 days. It turned out I was dealing with a company in China. And after 45 days, I asked for my money back under the insurance. And it was duly paid less the cost of the insurance and the shipping. And now 106 days later... The boots have arrived. Oh, oh goodness. So you've got... <laughs> How did, what? Sorry, Tim, can I ask, was that posted or couriered? The well, um, it... it I don't know how it got there, but it ended up uh, at a post box uh, in Sea Point, um, sort of just okay. there. So it might have been couriered at some stage, but ended up in a post box. Okay, so I think you, we, we've spoken at length on the show about the backlogs with the postal service. So it, 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 it was... Um, and not the probably not the um, the company's fault. Oh boy! But now you're sitting with with a refund and the and, and, and the, the product. Do you want the product? Are they what you wanted? They they are indeed. <laughs> um, well, golly gosh! So it was actually an insurance claim then that you had. Yes. I suppose yep. I think in, you know to do the moral thing. You would get hold of the insurer and explain the situation and ask them for a solution, but one that doesn't cost you anything, preferably. Um, it's, Jim, do you think that might be possible? That sounds good, except that it was sort of as part of the package, so I don't know who the insurer was. And because I was so disgruntled with everything, I deleted all emails. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well... 
Thanks for your honesty. I think in that case, I mean, you, you, there's nothing, there's nothing really you, you can Wendy. sit down and enjoy enjoy the boots. And um, um, in future, um, the, the post office keeps saying that the backlogs are sorted out, but my inbox tells me something oh, different. It's totally so, different. Yeah. Um, the, the 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 sticky part is that the courier uh, fees are so exorbitant; they're often in rand terms. Um, more expensive than the actual product that you're buying. So a lot of people have just given up um, mm-hmm. on the international purchases. Plus, you've got the, that drama we've discussed when you have to have SARS requires that you have to have an, I forget what it's called now, an order number or something if you order more than two a year. And it's just getting all a bit complicated for South Africans to buy yeah. online internationally. Tim, thanks for the call. Thanks for the honesty. And uh, yeah, I guess what else can he do, Wendy? I've had one WhatsApp from someone saying, I ordered from Bolton's online and had a great experience on time and everything was there in the order. So that is very reassuring to hear that at least some customers received what they were looking for. I think we've got a voice note as well. Let's take a listen to that. Given all the chaos uh, with Walton's, I'm sure that the folks over at Take a lot are smelling a bit of an opportunity there. So for Walton's uh, sake, I hope they can amend this and correct it by the same time next year. Well, speaking of take a lot, we'll we'll get to them in just a minute. Yes. Just before we do, though, uh, I'd like to just sort of uh, remind everybody what are our rights and responsibilities, Wendy? If we find ourselves in this in, on the receiving end of this poor service, so we've placed an order, particularly online, and it hasn't arrived or hasn't arrived on time, won't you just remind us of a couple of of, of the rights and the applicable uh, regulations that apply? Okay, so as I said right at the beginning, one of the problems is that um, you you don't get instant gratification when you order online. You do have to wait. And they all the websites, they give themselves a bit of wriggle room. They'll say three to five days or five to seven days or whatever. However, if that product doesn't arrive by the seventh day or the fifth day or whatever their promise was, you don't have to sit around and just you know, be patient while they decide when they're going to deliver your goods. You have at that point of non-delivery at the promised um, date, have the right to cancel for a full refund. Um, so there's that. Um, and, and they must um, t- pay to, to collect the product because it's a, it's a delivery failure. Um, the other thing though is uh a bonus you have, which you don't have when you buy face-to-face, and that is if the goods arrive and that for whatever reason they don't have to be defective, as, as is the case with, um, with normal store, purchases, yeah. you, that's, you, it has to be defective for you to get your money back. If the goods arrive, say um, uh, the pair of boots in Tim's case, um, and uh, he didn't like them, in terms of it was a South African site anyway, you get to a cooling off period of seven days from the time the product arrives to say, actually, I don't want it. Um, and then you get a full refund. The only proviso there is that you have to bear the cost of returning it, which is fair enough. Fair enough, um, yeah, if it's a change of heart. So, yeah. yeah, but if it's not delivered on time or not to the place that you stipulated, uh, you then get to cancel in full and they must pay the cost of, of getting it back from you. I hope Nate Florist is listening because I'm still waiting for half of my refund on the anniversary flowers that didn't arrive on time. Uh, yeah, uh, that's okay. an awkward one. So uh, we'll watch the space, though. In fairness, I've received half a refund, Wendy, because the payment was but split between, uh, oh. between a credit card and some e-bucks. So they've given me back the e-bucks, oh, but I'm waiting on the other half. No, um, they must yeah. well. You know who to email, Peter. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine has just tweeted saying um, she is still waiting for a response and a refund from Walton. She clearly didn't receive 
leave her box either. Alistair WhatsApping to say perhaps the shorter than normal school holiday might have been a factor here affecting deliveries of school stationery. In fairness, they had one week less to get everything together in time, although leaving it to the very last minute is... Uh, uh, is not good practice anyway, but maybe that is a fair point that Alistair makes. Except, except that doesn't explain why the same volume of complaints is not coming from, um, from parents other in other provinces. As well, yes, because yeah, they also regions. have the same length of holiday. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah. here's a nice positive uh, spin on the story. Jane, thanks for your message. Jane saying, I chose not to order my daughter's textbooks online this year, but I opted instead for a combination of second-hand and new. A visit to Caxton in Claremont, who was the recommended school supplier, was an astounding experience. Disinterested staff, no stock, a messy shop. I left empty-handed, as did most other people who were there at the same time. They couldn't tell me when new stock would arrive. Neither did they seem to care. I ended up going to Protea Books in Solari Road. Friendly, helpful, efficient staff, speedy assistance, despite the number of people in the same last-minute dilemma as me. I cannot recommend them highly enough. What a find. So that's Protea Books in Solari Road for those looking for an alternative textbook supplier. Jane, thank you very much much for the recommendation. Wendy, of course, Walton's is by no means the only online retailer who has had it go horribly wrong in mm. recent months. We dealt with a couple towards the end of last year linked to Black Friday and, and festive season shopping, one of which was Take-A-Lot. So seeing as that cheeky voice note mentioned Take-A-Lot, what's yes. the story there? Okay, so they... We, I think we covered it on the show. They were, they let down a lot of customers over the festive season. Um, so I asked them how they, and a lot of these people vented on, on social media as they do. Mm. So I asked them how they felt about the reputation damaging anger, which is, was shared on social media. And also, what percentage of their customers on average cancel their orders and demand a refund when their order is not delivered at the promised time? That scenario you've just been talking about. That's their CPA, yeah. right? Um, and the response was, was quite short. We are always concerned when our customers are unhappy. We aren't perfect, but we certainly try to make things right as soon as possible and learn from our shortcomings. We don't have any stats uh, on cancellations that we can share right now, um, but we don't currently have a backlog in our delivery system, and we are on track with our orders. Uh, with regards to returns, Take-A-Lot does honor this agreement, and we allow customers to return items in line with the CPA for a full refund, and that's obviously within the seven-day cooling-off period from date of delivery. Okay. Um, so, no. yeah. Okay, that's so Take-A-Lot's take response. Now, incidentally, we had an email in from Maggie this morning with, uh, with a question around Take-A-Lot. She ordered a cell phone, which was advertised as coming with a free memory card, and the phone mm. arrived but not the card. So she contacted Take-A-Lot right away asking for a card to be sent to her. And in the meantime, she then went ahead and loaded all of her new apps and contacts, etc., onto the phone. Then she writes to say, Take-A-Lot informed me the phone needs to be returned because that card formed part of a package and so it all has to be sent back to the supplier and a new package issued. They went on to say they couldn't just send me a new memory card because it might be different from the one that should have been supplied and that if the phone had to be returned under warranty, the supplier wouldn't accept it without the correct card. Where does that leave her? She doesn't want to return the phone after going to all the effort of loading her content, etc. But obviously she's now worried about her warranty being void and she still wants a memory card. So what would you advise her to do? Uh, I, I would advise her to take the knock with the time she spent loading her content and sent the phone back because take a lot's position, um, although she's been inconvenienced, um, is a valid one, I think. Mm. Um, because... You know, you're saying I didn't get this. They're saying, well, give us the product back and we'll send it back and give you 
what was advertised, and you can't argue with that. Really, yeah. it's unfortunate that she's um, spent the time loading her stuff. If 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 she was dealing with a um, customer service consultant who has a high EQ, they'd throw in something to acknowledge the fact that she's been inconvenienced through no fault of her own. But um, in terms of, of strict liability here, they, it's a very fair thing to say. Well, give us what we did send you. Well, they, obviously, they must pay for for the. Mm-hmm collection of that um, and then we'll send you what was advertised and we take it from there so yeah okay I, I would advise her to just do that otherwise this um, whole situation is going to cost her a lot more in time and aggravation okay then the other big one we mentioned last year was Zando uh, also yes. having its share of delivery problems my own included I did in the end get my parcel Wendy uh, um, I'm not sure if I'll ever use them again though because of the absolute collapse that I witnessed in their systems did you get any feedback from them Yes, um, CEO Grant Brown did get back to me. He said, we're back to our normal delivery time. So if our customers place an order today, they will receive their order within our delivery promise of three to five working days. Um, but uh, as Walton's Cape customers know all too well, online retailers have to get two things right, both the delivery and communication mm. um, with their customers. Um, and Grant Brown has acknowledged that... Uh, his customer service team um, is still not back to their response time of 24 to 48 hours. I would say anything over than 24 is not acceptable in today's social media world. Um, mm. He says, but this is because of the mass influx of requests during the festive period when deliveries weren't going as they should. He says, we are doing everything possible to rectify this and we'll be back to normal shortly. Um, he says, we take any unhappy customer seriously, regardless of the reason we're ex- we are following a strategy of being upfront and honest with the customer as to manage the expectation, regardless of the channel of communication, and that includes social media. I would very strongly suggest that they prioritize social media because that's where people, people who have been let down are looking to see whether things are back on track. Mm. And if people have, are not being answered within a day, let alone two, they're not going to draw a very favorable um, inference from that. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, uh, then they did come back with to me with the stats, the, the questions that I'd asked um, take a lot as well about cancellations. He says on a yearly average, Zando's on-time delivery rate is close to ninety-eight percent, with many customers receiving their parcels before the promised three to five or five to seven working day, working days. Um, he says they do allow customers to cancel for a full refund if the delivery promise isn't met, which is just as well because that's the legal requirement. But he says, in fact, Xander's service goes way beyond the CPA. We allow customers to cancel their order at any stage of the order process or beyond. With our free returns policy, the customer can get a full refund of up to 14 days and we will pick up the product free of charge anywhere in South Africa. Remember, the legal requirement is if you send it back because you don't like it. You um, should pay for that. You yeah. should pay. And they're saying, well, we're actually now offering this. We will fetch it um, free of charge even if there's nothing wrong with it and you've just changed your mind, obviously, within um, that 14-day period. So that's, you know, that's uh, on paper anyway. That's well, looking that very say, good. That within reason. That's On paper, that sounds great. Uh, that's only worth the paper it's written on, though, if you can actually get through to them to request the refund, which is what many customers were battling that's with last year. That's the thing. So, yeah. uh, again, and it has to be, especially with online, when the, we, you, there's no face-to-face opportunity. The, the communication channels need, the, there needs to be so much energy and resources and training mm. invested in that. Or 
even when it's going well, but as soon as there's an, an oops that needs to be doubled or trebled on because your your reputation hangs so much on yeah. how you deal with that. I mean, yeah. I wonder if any of the customers who've, who've complained to us will ever again place an order through Walton's. And it's not only about the order not arriving on time, it's about the way it was dealt with and communicated to them that makes that decision for them. Um, right, uh, so back to school drama. It's not only stationary. Textbooks appear to be another common problem area. Somebody else SMSing to say we had the same disaster with Caxton's in Claremont. Nothing in stock and a bad attitude. This person also recommends Protea Books opposite the Good Hope Centre saying they had excellent service. John in Kenilworth saying Caxton are a disaster. I'm still waiting for books from orders placed in November last year. The shop is a mess and disorganised. Um, so it sounds like a couple of the back-to-school elements here went horribly wrong. On a positive note, somebody's telling me that Weinberg boys used Mason stationery. Everything was in the box and delivered on time for both of my sons, says that person. That's good to okay, hear. So okay, so I hope the school heads are listening mm. to the show and can podcast, listen to the podcast later um, because they largely influence where parents um, buy the school stationery and um, they have an obligation to make sure that they are um, associating themselves and recommending a supplier that's going to do right by their parents. Mm. So, yeah, very interesting. Okay. Very interesting. And very, I'm glad to hear some, some um, recommendations for alternatives because yeah, um, parents often just feel they don't have an alternative. And you do have a choice. Um, Remember that you are not obliged to buy the box that the school recommends. It's simply offered as a convenience. If you feel you can get better prices elsewhere and that you don't need most of what's in that box, then do take the time to shop around yourself. After a short break, I think we might be able to accommodate one or two um, open line calls. Get dialing now on 021-446-0567. Consumer Talk. Open Line. So, uh, on the subject of stationery and textbook fails, here's another positive recommendation from someone on the WhatsApp line saying, Um, Paula Savinkel in Stellenbosch is wonderful for both school books and stationery, and you can order online. Um, Paula.co.za is the uh, website address if you're looking for them online. O-O-M. P-O-L-L-A. Uh, thank you for the recommendation. And then responding to Maggie's uh, problem with the cell phone that came without the memory card, Wendy, uh, it seems like that's quite common. This person says, take a lot, does a lot of bundle sales. I bought a laptop that came with a free bag. The bag broke. I had to return everything in order for them to replace the bag. Uh, I left it and just purchased a new bag because I couldn't afford to be without the laptop. But it sounds like that is quite common. Yeah. So if it's sold as a package, it has to be returned in its entirety as a package it because of the way it comes from their supplier but mm. um i take the point though if, if especially with electronics you get them and you you invest in them immediately we rely on these things and you you start downloading and personalizing it and then she doesn't want to have the schlep of not having that laptop now so she so she's opted to just make her own plan um i would like to Follow that up with um, with Take a Lot. Um, so if you could just forward me those, um, okay. I'll get the opinion on it because um, it's perhaps something they need to address if it is inconveniencing a lot of people and they get to the to arrive at a practical point where they think oh, I I don't want to now have to go send this back. I rely on this on this equipment now. Yeah, um, yeah. This telephone, this laptop. I mean, that would be the case for me. 
Certainly. Okay, so I'm just going to ask Amy to draw that WhatsApp and uh, set, take a copy and mail it through to Wendy so she can take a look and, and follow that up with them. Uh, gosh, we didn't get to any open line because there was such an overwhelming response on the oh online word, story, the uh, Wendy. Uh, yes. Time flies uh, when you are having a good wine. <laughs> but hopefully, uh, <laughs> uh, I hope, uh, thank you for clarifying what everybody's rights are and, and, and that you do have the right to demand a refund if the order didn't arrive on time. Again, if you're in the predicament of the many customers who've contacted us, still waiting uh, for their Walton's box or their Walton's refund. That email address they've given us for you to contact is bts2019 at cape.waltons.co.za. For everything else that you'd like to raise with Wendy, please use the email address consumer at nola.co.za, spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R. Pop the words Cape Talk in the subject line, plus a word or two about the nature of the problem. And Wendy, always great to have you with us. We'll chat again next Wednesday. Will do. Thanks so much, Pippa. Have a good week in between. That's brought the time to 2 o'clock.